Welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast where we learn and grow together. As you know, I love Mondays. It's just a fresh start, a new opportunity to set new goals, and I'll just share some of mine to maybe inspire you to come up with a few for yourself. So for this week, my goal is to first of all continue with my commitment to stop smoking weed, and I am on my eighth day of quitting marijuana. And I hope to, I don't hope to, I will continue to maintain that commitment until the end of this week. For those of you that don't know, I actually plan to be sober for the rest of my life from marijuana. And I think even when you set out with such a big goal, it's important to approach it on a smaller scale to just pay attention to that next step in front of you and not the entire staircase. Because if you do find yourself tempted or in a difficult moment, then seeing that whole staircase might overwhelm you so much that you cave. When I have these moments of temptation or if I'm having a hard time committing, then I just remind myself I just need to commit right now for today, for this week. I don't have to think of this as a lifelong thing because that temptation eventually does die down and there are times where it's easier and then it gets harder again. So just any big goal you have, it's so important to break it into small goals. So whatever it is you want to do in the long term. Cut it down into something short, make it your goal for this week and this week only, and take it day by day. Of course, another thing that I want to stay committed to is creating these podcast episodes on a daily basis. I've found that in the past, I have a hard time staying committed even to things that I love to do because there's always that initial excitement when you start something, and it's harder to stay committed when it gets boring. And I haven't gotten to a place where it's boring yet. I'm still actually riding the wave of excitement. But looking forward, I'm sure there will be a time where I am not as excited to make these podcast episodes every single day. There will be days where I'm more excited and there will be days where it'll be more difficult. And sometimes that overwhelms me thinking about the commitment I made and what happens when that day comes. And then I just remind myself, Taylor, just take it one week and one day at a time. So those are two of my commitments for this week. And hopefully I inspired you to come up with a few for yourself. On today's podcast episode, I'm going to be reading from the book Awareness by Anthony DeMello. This is one of my favorite books that I've read recently. The story of how it got to me is is kind of funny and it actually has a lesson in and of itself, so I'm going to share it. I was in my first months in LA and obviously I haven't been single for a really long time and I said, okay, well, I'm not really looking for a relationship, but let's just see what dating is all about. I give a lot of dating advice and I don't really have that much experience dating, at least in the States. And I've always noticed that with my American clients, there are a lot of cultural differences and rules and like norms that I am just not aware of. So I thought it would just be a good experience. As I was going through Hinge, I found a guy that seemed really aligned with me spiritually and he really stood out because he had a lot of things on his profile that really made sense. And I wasn't keen on going on a date, but I said, you know what, this guy is my type and he likes the same books that I do and it seems that we would be a great match. I reached out to him, the feeling was mutual and I was really, really excited to get to know him, but we were texting a little bit before we met and we were texting about these different books that we read and comparing different things that we've learned. And he said, have you read the book Awareness by Anthony DeMello? That's my favorite book. So I actually said, okay, you know, I'm gonna buy this book and I'm gonna start reading it before we meet. I would love to see what this person's favorite book is. And anytime a book comes to my awareness that I feel like I would benefit from, I instantly buy it. So I get this book and this book is actually amazing. I finished it in like two days. I recommended it to so many people. Long story short, the date I thought went well, but he ended up ghosting me. 
And instead of focusing on the negative outcome of the date, I chose to focus on the fact that this person brought this book into my life because I gained so much wisdom and insight and this author in particular validated a lot of things for me. Anthony DeMello is very different to other spiritual teachers. He's very much a no bullshit spiritual guru. He speaks about spirituality in very practical terms and that's something that I aspire to be and something that always felt true for me as well. Reading his, reading his book and watching some of his videos really made me feel like there is a place for me in spiritual teaching. It was actually what inspired me to change my title from a coach to a spiritual teacher. It's almost like knowing that this guy existed gave me that permission. And so many times we're so focused on an outcome that we want, right? We want the date to go well. We want the person to like us that we end up losing sight of the positive things or maybe the important lessons that we were meant to learn on the journey. I think it was a very good experience and it was really important for me to go on that date and whatever led me to go on this one and only date since I've been back, it's obvious to me that it was all meant for this person to bring this book into my life because this book is amazing. So that's a little bit of the background story. Hopefully I got you excited for what I'm about to read. So I'm going to begin by reading a part of one of the first sections of the book titled, Listen and Unlearn. Some of us get woken up by the harsh realities of life. We suffer so much that we wake up, but people keep bumping again and again into life. They still go on sleepwalking. They never wake up. Tragically, it never occurs to them that there may be another way. It never occurs to them that there may be a better way. Still, if you haven't been bumped sufficiently by life and you haven't suffered enough, then there is another way to listen. I don't mean you have to agree with what I'm saying. That wouldn't be listening. Believe me, it really doesn't matter whether you agree with what I'm saying or you don't. Because agreement and disagreement have to do with words and concepts and theories. They don't have anything to do with truth. Truth is never expressed in words. Truth is cited suddenly as a result of a certain attitude. So you could be disagreeing with me and still cite the truth. But there has to be an attitude of openness, of willingness to discover something new. That's important. Not you're agreeing with me or disagreeing with me. After all, most of what I'm giving you is really theories. No theory adequately covers reality. So I can speak to you, not of the truth, but of obstacles to the truth. Those I can describe. I cannot describe the truth. No one can. All I can do is give you a description of your falsehoods so that you can drop them. All I can do for you is challenge your beliefs in the belief system that makes you unhappy. All I can do for you is help you unlearn. That's what learning is all about where spirituality is concerned. Unlearning. Unlearning almost everything you've been taught. A willingness to unlearn. To listen. Are you listening as most people do in order to confirm what you already think? Observe your reactions as I talk. Frequently, you will be startled or shocked or scandalized or irritated or annoyed or frustrated. Or you'll be saying, great, but are you listening to confirm what you already think? Or are you listening in order to discover something new? That is important. It is difficult for sleeping people. Jesus proclaimed the good news, yet he was rejected. Not because it was good, but because it was new. We hate the new. We hate it. And the sooner we face up to that fact, the better. We don't want new things, particularly when they're disturbing, particularly when they involve change. Most particularly, it involves saying I was wrong. I remember meeting an 87-year-old in Spain. 
He'd been my professor and rector in India 30 or 40 years ago, and he attended a workshop like this. I should have heard you speaking 60 years ago, he said. You know something? I've been wrong all my life. God, to listen to that. It's like looking at one of the wonders of the world. That, ladies and gentlemen, is faith. An openness to the truth. No matter what the consequences, no matter where it leads you, and when you don't even know where it's going to lead you. That is faith. Not belief, but faith. Your beliefs give you a lot of security, but faith is insecurity. You don't know. You're ready to follow and you're open. You're wide open. You're ready to listen. And mind you, being open does not mean being gullible. It doesn't mean swallowing whatever the speaker is saying. Oh no, you've got to challenge everything I'm saying. But challenge it from an attitude of openness, not from an attitude of stubbornness. And challenge it all. Recall those lovely words of Buddha when he said, Monks and scholars must not accept my words out of respect, but must analyze them the way a goldsmith analyzes gold, by cutting, scraping, rubbing, melting. When you do that, you are listening. You've taken another major step towards awakening. The first step, I said, was a readiness to admit that you don't want to wake up, that you don't want to be happy. There are all kinds of resistances to that within you. And the second step is a readiness to understand, to listen, to challenge your whole belief system, not just your religious beliefs, your political beliefs, your social beliefs, your psychological beliefs, but all of them. A readiness to reappraise them all. And I'll give you plenty of opportunity to do that here. There's so much more to read from this book that is so eye-opening, but I felt like this part of it is so important before I reopen it and read from it for you guys. Not only because it's important when you listen to what he says, but I think it's important for the entire podcast. Anything I share, whether it's here on Instagram, in my book, learning is having a willingness to unlearn what you currently know. And no one is asking you to let go of what you currently know so easily, but to have an openness to being able to do that. You don't have to believe or agree with everything I say or he says or really what anyone says for that matter. But I think when you go into a learning process where you recognize that the way that you are perceiving yourself, the world, reality is not serving you, then you have to be open to letting go of what you currently believe. And that is hard. I remember I've mentioned that I was in that honors program where we met with different speakers and people around the world. I remember my classmates so many times taking whatever the speaker was saying at face value and reacting to it, focusing on what they agree with or disagree with, with whatever the speaker was saying. And the reason I think I gained so much from that program is because I was never really listening to what the speaker was saying, but more so what can I learn from what they're saying, whether I agree or disagree, or maybe it's even what they're not saying at all. Maybe it's just the way this person carries themselves. There's always something to learn. When you're holding so tightly to what you believe in and you're walking into interactions or opening a book with this desire to either confirm what you already believe or reject what you don't agree with, you will never learn and grow. One of my favorite parts of what I read is, and something that I highlighted and wrote like explanation parts next to, is the part where he says, faith is an openness to the truth, no matter what the consequences, no matter where it leads you. And when you don't even know where it's going to lead you, that is faith. That speaks so true to my soul, honestly, because on my own journey, I've noticed that my commitment is to seek truth and seeking truth is not always easy. You know, when you seek truth, you may reveal something that's very hard to admit, very hard to face. 
very hard to take responsibility for. But true faith is knowing that that truth will set you free and that truth is going to help you. No matter how hard, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how difficult it is to accept or to understand. So many people are afraid of what's on the other side of that. So they just stay in what's convenient, what's comfortable, what's secure for them to understand. They're so attached to their current beliefs because it is scary to have that faith. It's scary to walk into a cave not knowing what's waiting for you on the inside. But true faith is knowing that whatever is there is meant for you. And whatever is there is what you need. Whether that is a monster that you have to fight to to prove to yourself how strong you are, or whether you walk in and find a pot of gold. True faith is knowing that whatever is in that dark cave is for your greater good. And without believing that, then you have no faith. Because why would you? Why would you have faith in something that is against you? So there are two main messages here today. Learning is the ability to unlearn and having an openness when listening, when reading, when observing, an openness to learn new things and to unlearn old things. And that faith is a willingness to seek truth no matter what the consequences are, knowing that truth is in your favor. I promise you that I will be reading so much more of Anthony DeMello's work. He has incredible, incredible work that is so eye-opening. And I think for people that have a resistance to spirituality who don't connect to the conventional woo-woo type spirituality, the peace and love type spirituality, Anthony DeMello is like the slap in the face type spirituality where it's very hard to get away with not taking something because he is very much someone who likes to shake it out of you, really like wake you up the hard way. I love how unapologetic he is. I love how confident he is and how he doesn't really care if you agree or disagree or push back. He's so, he stands so firmly in his own truth and in his mission to share that truth. And that is what has inspired me so much ever since reading this book. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, I highly recommend getting his book Awareness. The link is in the description below. And if you're enjoying this podcast in general, please rate it five stars and leave a little review if you have the time. That would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again for listening. I love you all and I'll be back tomorrow.